hey, Chris, w- what are you drinking? If you fucking say seltzer. Uh, Bill, <laughs> I am... I'm glad you asked. Uh, today, uh, it's it's Sunday, fun day. I'm not drinking a seltzer. I'm splurging, <laughs> and I've got a ballast point Aloha Sculpin IPA, and uh, it's a hazy IPA by the ballast point. And let me tell you, it's delicious. Um, Bill, what are you drinking today? Chris, I am drinking a daiquiri. I don't have a backstory no, to I, it. I just made it. I've been chugging it, um, so so we'll see how it goes. Can, can, Bill, Bill, do you hear that? <laughs> oh. I, I think somebody's <laughs> at the door. Go see who it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me go. Let me go get the door. <laughs> oh, Bill, look who it is! Holy shit! It's Jason. From Liberty X? Jason, what are you doing here? That Jason? Hey, guys. Um, I'm sitting here drinking my uh, boozy bubbles crafted with polar seltzer. Um, thought I'd come join you in your daiquiri. I like that your, you're doing the seltzer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, got to keep the weight off. Once you hit 40, you know, it's not, not so easy anymore. Oh, I found you can gain weight much earlier than that. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, let's get to the important stuff right away. So you are, so Chris, I met Jason last year at Bitblock Boom, and then I think I also mm-hmm. met was was Chris the guy that was yeah, down Chris there from Yen. Liberty X? Yeah, he's the CEO. Got it, Jason. The premise of our show, we actually do have a, a, a sh- we do actually do have a premise. I wouldn't say we have a show, and <laughs> it's we pick one topic, maybe two, and we try to explain to normies what the fuck. Because our group of friends are mostly normies or somewhere somewhere just above that. And so the other day, don't I see an article that uh, Liberty X has done a partnership with, um, I think, CVS and, and some other um, retail change, chains nationally. Mm-hmm. And I say, hey, Chris, I'm going to I'm going to DM Jason and we can we can talk about Liberty X. And so. Um, you know, you guys, this is, so, this is, you guys are getting the first crack. I don't think any of us have spoken, uh, with anybody really done any publicity <laughs> whatsoever. So this well, is, this is it right here. You got the exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So what Liberty X is a software provider or what is Liberty um, X? Well, a little bit of history. Uh, Liberty X actually had the first Bitcoin ATM in the country, um, could you tell us uh, where was that in was? Boston South Station, uh, on the train platform, on the train platform in Boston South Station. Uh, Chris and Kyle. So I actually met Chris and Kyle, the two co-founders. Um, I used to run the uh, Bitcoin Philadelphia meetup. I started that way back when. This guy, uh, Christoph Atlas, and then Derek Freeman, Derek J. Um, he's famous for his victimless crime spree video on YouTube. Uh, anyway. Um, and Chris and Kyle were both uh, at Wharton um, at University of Pennsylvania. They came to one of the meetups, and this is the story they tell me. They came to one, and I didn't realize this until actually last year, <laughs> that they came to the meetup and um, learned about Bitcoin at the meetup. And we were like, hey, I did such a good job explaining Bitcoin that they were like, hey, we should drop out of Wharton and take the money we were going to spend at Wharton and buy Bitcoin with it. And um, they did that. And then they were like, well, hey, you know, it was such a pain in the ass to buy Bitcoin. 
we should take some of our Bitcoin and sell it to people and make it easier. So they bought a Lamasu. I think it was serial number eight, like the eighth Lamasu. Um, are you familiar with the Lamasu machines? Nope. Like, okay, they're basically little miniature suitcases. It was the first, the first um, Bitcoin ATM that they really had um, that really came out and. So they brought it to – they somehow – they struck an agreement. They had moved to Boston. I think Chris is – he's Boston, both Boston guys anyway. And uh, somehow they got the, the, the train station to agree to allow them to put the ATM out. Um, but they wouldn't allow them to bolt it down to the ground. So <laughs> they had to sit there with it all day and just – and then their KYC was when somebody would walk up to it. They would walk up and be like, hey, how are you? So you're buying Bitcoin, huh? Like, can I ask you some questions? It was, I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So uh, a little side note for you, Jason. Chris and I are both from Chelmsford, Massachusetts. And many of, many of our listeners are from the East Coast. So, so the, did they make that ATM, you're saying? No. So Lamasu was a company that manufactured the ATM, and then they would sell it. I mean, it was just a Raspberry Pi, a bill acceptor. I mean, the things, they're not complicated in a, in a, in a, in a flimsy little metal box. Um, okay. But then I guess they got a couple more. They did like five, they got like five or six, and they realized like the Bitcoin ATM business is an absolute nightmare. It is not fun dealing. And, you know, my history, I actually, I, I own an ATM business, a regular U.S. dollar fiat ATM business. I've been doing that since 2007. Um, and you know, even as a Bitcoin evangelist, people will be like, well, why don't you get into the Bitcoin ATM business? I'm like, well, because the, because the ATM business is hard enough because, you know, you're withdrawing large amounts of cash. The, the banks don't like that. The government doesn't like that. You know, you get all these exams. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to commingle these businesses. If I start turning up at the bank with a hundred thousand dollars and saying, I need to wire this to Hong Kong, you know, they're going to shut that down and my ATM business as well. So, um, and this, this will all circle back. Uh, but so they realized what a nightmare it was. And they said, well, how can we, you know, ca- it's the cash management. That's the issue. Yeah, people dump all this money and all this funds. But how do you get it into the banks? You know, they're playing, um, you know, hopscotch with, with different banks, getting opening an account, getting shut down, opening an account, getting shut down. So what they said was, why don't we decentralize our cash collection? And basically, they created the software uh, so that they could use... Basically, it's a, it's a POS, a web POS. So it started out with going to like convenience stores, cell phone stores, regular, you know, brick and mortar locations. Um, and you just give the store a login uh, and you give them a web address like libertyx.com slash store. Right. And they log in. So then I, as a user, somebody who wants to buy Bitcoin, I download the Liberty X app. In that app, um, it says, you know, start Bitcoin purchase. Uh, and then it'll be a list that says find yeah. locations near me. It'll show you all the locations within like whatever, 10 miles. Um, I select one of the locations, the one I want to go to. Maybe it's the store I already actually go to every day. I might have a relationship with the person, but either way, it's local. Um, and uh, then I, in, in, in the app, uh, I then provide Liberty X with my Bitcoin address. And then B- Liberty X returns a six-digit number uh, back to me and says, all right, go to the store. Tell them you want to buy Liberty X and give them this number and the cash. Almost like I'm um, – have you ever had to like authorize YouTube on your smart TV? Right? And the, the TV gives you the code and says, hey, go here. And as long yeah, as you exactly. have this code, we know who you are. It's a way to sync it up, right? It's a way to, to correlate the Bitcoin address, my identity, yeah. 
Uh, and then also my cash payment. Yeah, it's just that one kind of number links everything together. I'm sorry, this story that you're telling right now, this is how you transact with the point of sale or is this how you transact always? This is how you transact at the point of sale. Um, at, at cash, at a cash location, right? This is how this is the story of Liberty X and how it got built up. Um, so then, so then you hand the hundred dollars yeah. cash across, and then you know the 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 cashier types in the six digit number, um, and then Liberty X instantly yeah. releases the funds, and you you know you feel the you can feel your phone vibrate uh, as your web wallet, you know your Bitcoin wallet receives the funds. Um, Right there. Like, I mean, it's instant. It's under this like three days, 10 days. It happens right away. And what, what that allowed us to do. So then, so then Liberty X then goes and just ACHs the funds out of, um, out of the, uh, the store's bank account. So instead of having to bring a whole, you know, whole pile of cash to the bank, we have 5,000 stores. They all deposit, you know, $500 instead of, you know, like, us depositing $500,000, one person. So that was a way, it was basically a workaround, a workaround for cash management. Did, did you explain, and I missed, so I walk into the store, they say, what's your six-digit code? I've chosen the store already on the app uh, under find locations. I'm going to go over to Clancy's Market on Irving Street. Boom. It says, here's your code. I walk in, I say, hey, I want to buy $100 of Bitcoin. They say, great. They go over to their point of sale, log in or whatever. And they say, what code do you have? I say, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They, they find me or whatever. What what's the mechanism for me to pay them? You just hand them the cash, and they put that way. And then they in their in their register in their till, right? Yeah. And then the next day, so we know that they collected a hundred dollars from the customer. I, and then I the see. next day, we yep. just ACH the funds out of their bank account. Got it. So it was that was the workaround for. Um, for uh, for the cash manager, but the user is getting it. The, the user is seeing the transfer essentially in real time because you know that they've given cash and everything sort yeah, of secure. Yeah. You know, because Bitcoin's a bearer asset, right? Fraud's a big issue. So, so when when you know, once that cashier puts the hundred dollars, I mean, there have been actually cases where the person, the customer, comes in, puts the six hundred dollars on the counter, and then the cashier types the number in. Um, and then the, and the Bitcoin gets sent and the person like swipes the money off the counter and runs out the door that has happened. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's cash. So that's, you know, that's one of the big issues with Bitcoin is because it's a bearer asset. Um, you know, reason Coinbase and cash app, there's delays on, on withdrawing the funds. That's why they custody because they're using things that are easily charge backable credit cards, ACHs. Um, so to, 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 to move on, then, then, you know, dealing with people, um, uh, dealing with cashiers, dealing with employees, employee turnaround, you know, we'd have customers go in and they would say, oh, well, we, uh, Liberty X and the, cu- the cashier had no idea, um, what they were talking about. So we're like, well, how do we get rid of the cashier? Because they're kind of jamming up the works and, um, you know, they're, they're slowing the flow and so, well, why don't, you know, can we automate the teller, right? Automate a teller machine. Oh shit. Take that six-digit number and just type that in to a regular old ATM because anybody can type that in. And so that's that was the that was the ATM model. That was so so I'm not sure um, uh, if if you were aware. We do the cash and then we have we take traditional U.S. dollar ATMs that would be in your Quickie Mart down the street. Um, and it's a simple software upgrade. It actually comes every single Gen Mega and Hyosung ATM. Like Liberty X comes on it already. It's already there. You just have to activate it. Well, and so th- you know this. This is the part of the story that I I, I didn't know that any of that. Um, I, well, I knew it was an East Coast thing. I, I had no idea about that point of sale part of the story. And when I met you, it was 
that that's where and at first I didn't understand that you were upgrading software. Um, you know, I thought you had your own, but you, you walked me through at the time. Um, so, so when I when I do that version, so okay, I I go to my app. I'm doing it right now. I can see that there's an ATM um, on Noriega, which is right around the corner from me. I uh, is it this? So, so what happens then? Is it the same process? So it's the same flow. It's the same flow. Push the button, and it's going to ask you to enter your Bitcoin address. Put your Bitcoin address in there, and it's going to give you a so, six-digit number. You're going to take that six-digit number. You're going to walk up to the ATM, and you're going to push the Liberty X button in the bottom right-hand uh-huh. corner of the screen. It's going to then prompt you, because normally the flow for an right. ATM is you stick your card in, right? Just right. To start the transaction. You don't stick your card in until it tells you. Push the button for the Liberty X. It'll ask you for that six-digit order number. Type the six-digit order number in. It'll ask you. It'll prompt you to insert your card. Then it'll prompt you to insert um, to enter your PIN. And then it, Same you know, thing. rest of it's just like a regular ATM. It, it sends the information, sends a message back. Bitcoin has been sent, and your card pops out. And then once again, you get that haptic feedback of your your Bitcoin arriving in your uh, in your phone. And so the KYC then is with the creating of the account in the app. Yeah, yeah. What what is exactly. it? What is what's the minimum KYC? Well, so I mean, with just. Um, with just your uh, phone, just like your phone right now, you download the app, um, you're approved for $1,400 a week. And don't ask me about any ways to get around it because I'm not going to tell you. Huh. <laughs> well, you know what, Agus, that's actually a good – so if we go back to the premise of the show, uh, our friends in our little loop, yeah. cool, why don't I just use Coinbase? Like why do I need an ATM? Um, so that's a good question. Um, I hate oh. people to say good que- that's a good well, question. You know, I- um, but uh, why would well, why would they use why would they so. you're asking, why would your friends use Liberty X instead of Coinbase? Because Liberty X is eight percent Coinbase or, is, or, yeah. or no, you know, uh, yeah. this is similar uh, along a similar lines of you know what what I'm interested in, which is like you know kind of who your who your target user yeah. is. Yeah. Is it new? Is it new acquisition? Like people who haven't interacted with a Bitcoin before? Are you trying to like make it more common uh, amongst a wider audience or is it for power users? So it's definitely not. So, so this is, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought this up because it's something that's been bugging me. Um, we haven't gotten much, uh, we haven't gotten much love, uh, as a company from the Bitcoin maximalist, uh, you know, the people who are not your keys, not your coin, Bitcoin only this and that. And, and you know, these guys, they're all power users. Um, they, and I think what happens is they look and they say, oh, it's 8%. That's a fucking ripoff. Like for some reason, people think that 8% is uh, way too much. And but it's actually low when it comes to the Bitcoin ATM space. It's like 10, that, 20%. Some of these companies charge 20% on top of the Bitcoin the fee, price. That's yeah. the fee you charge. So if I, if I, God, so if I buy $100 of Bitcoins, it costs me 108 bucks or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Got it. Um, it'll cost you 180 bucks to get $100 in Bitcoin. So, so um, our slogan actually uh, is Bitcoin on every block. We want Bitcoin on every block, and it's happening. I mean, you just said you pulled it up, and there's one right around the corner for you, right? Like we are. Oh, there's a we bunch. Are, we're just we're just putting Bitcoin access points just everywhere, and people are using them. I I, I actually don't have that much insight into the demo and who it is. Um, actually buying it but i know it's not sophisticated bitcoiners it's certainly not I, from everything i can tell it is the it's actually the the demo that right. we are always 
talking about as Bitcoiners of people, the unbanked, right? People who don't have bank accounts. Well, I mean, for the cash store, if you're buying with debit card, clearly you have a bank account, right? Um, but uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's more of the, um, the newer user, the novice user. But, but I think what the key here is, is that Bitcoin magical internet money, right? It's this fantastical thing. People don't get it. People don't understand it. It's almost futile yeah. to even try and explain it to them. Um, what, what's the point? But what are we doing is we're putting this Bitcoin in a form factor that they're used to. They're used to using a regular ATM that has legitimacy. It has yeah. a brand, a 30-year brand of, yeah. of legitimacy. And they know that the Gen Mega and they know that Heasung are reputable companies and that they and they're assuming they wouldn't be putting bullshit on their machines if it wasn't reputable. So that creates this trust level. And, and actually, yeah. even the you know uh, saying uh, even the the POS going to the cash register. I mean that uh, the cashier. I mean that is that's what I was talking to Bill. I mean that is similar to how you would wire money, right? Or how you might get a, uh, a, a moneygram or a cashier's check. So that is actually a very familiar thing that a lot of people a lot of people do. So I mean, yeah, instead of you're really taking it away from this like this distant mystical internet only sort of thing to okay wait I I, I wire money this way so I, I can I, I've already done that process before but now I can turn that into uh, you know into Bitcoin right um, so yeah and it's not just the machine it's the it's the store right maybe it's a, probably a store you've already been to you might even know the owner so you might even have use that ATM in, in the past. So it's all, you're just connecting all of these, you know, links back to the person to try and help build trust and build legitimacy. And, and it's working. Our, I mean, our sales are, I can't believe uh, how quickly they're, they're, they're increasing. I mean, we're, we're not, we're not cash app volume yet, but yeah. And, and this is the part that I thought was really cool, about like, you know, seeing what you guys do is cause I mean, I think I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a maximalist. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not need. I'm not even as knee deep in, in the industry as, as Bill is. But like one of the things that I'm that I see as a roadblock uh, for for Bitcoin becoming like you know more widely used or not even more widely used to overtake cash to overtake a fiat dollar is usage. Right? You need more people to be using it. It can't just be the maximalists that are buying and, and holding on to it. It has to be, you know, it has to be an actual currency that everybody's using. Um, and I, I just feel like the, I, I don't see, and you know, maybe Bill, you, you see a lot more being done in this area, but I just don't see a lot being produced. Uh, a lot of companies out there that are trying to do things that make it more applicable to the common consumer. This hits to that. This is actually bringing it to the the common consumer. It's making it more, you know, widely used uh, by by the common folk. And once that starts to happen, I feel like the value for me of Bitcoin really starts to pop. Sorry, I'd, I'd push back and say for sure there's a lot of work going on. Um Especially on the UI, UX, uh, especially with like layered, like, I mean, Lightning's a great example. But the ATM in my dive bar, 7 Eleven, CVS, that's very tangible in a way that my mom would understand. Well, that, that, that's what I'm um, talking about. I'm not talking about the UI and all that sort of I'm, I'm yeah, talking about, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm talking about n- not us, not <laughs> like, I think using your parents as the model. Like, can you make it right? Like that, that's, well, that's a good way of looking at it, right? Like if they can get it and they can use it and now all of a sudden they're starting to deposit money into their, their Bitcoin wallet. Okay. Then, then I really feel like we're succeeding, you know, a lot. Yeah. 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 
It's 2 a.m. Right, My mom's sure, at a dive bar. She wants <laughs> exactly. to buy shots. She goes over to the ATM. She's like, Liberty yep. X, what's this? Boop. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, well, hold on. So in the story that you told, uh, we started out with cell station. We moved to point of sales. Humans were an issue. We moved to ATMs. But the reason yep. that we're even all talking right now is because of all the recent um, sort of publicity and articles uh, about the um, partnership with CVS and 7-Eleven. So are you now going back to where you started and why? Well, pretty much. Um, pr- that's pretty much exactly what's happened. So that, that platform, again, um, uh, it's, it's a integration with, uh, you know, I mean, what's ironic is that I bought my first Bitcoin from CVS back in 2011. So now to have, I think it was Charlie Schrem's Instant. That's how you bought Bitcoin. You used the red phone. You go to CVS. You get that. You get an order number. You go to CVS. You pick up this phone, call them, tell them what you wanted to do, and then bring the cash to the cashier and give them the money. Um, that got shut down. Charlie went to jail. Um, and, I have uh, never heard that yeah. in my life. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it all started. Um, and now. Now, basically, it's like, you know, all these like um, uh, cash loading, how you cash load your card, like a prepaid debit card. You can do that at CVS. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're doing. You're basically instead of, you know, we're using that same those same rails, that same platform, that same company. And they just instead of, you know, being able to load your Visa prepaid card, your whatever other card. Now you can load your Liberty X account. So you just, you know, you, instead of giving them a number, you actually give them a barcode. You just walk up to the cashier at CVS, show them the barcode that your app has generated, um, which is what you're given instead of the six-digit order number. And they scan yep. it, you give them the cash, and that's it. So, yeah, we're going. It's all, it's all come back full circle. Uh, the difference is, is that we're jumping on somebody else's platform. We're, we're using that. So, so the cashiers are already, already educated in loading cash. You just got me to I need to load cash. And they know what you're talking about. So am I paying on those transactions? I'm paying five. Is it is it eight percent and five bucks no, a transaction? No, it's four ninety five. That goes to the retailer. Like, so that goes to CVS. And then yeah. right now, until the end of July, it's zero percent. Um, so it's just five dollar flat fee right now um, until the end of July. And then after that, we're still talking about how much it's going to be. It's not going to be eight percent. It's got to it, you know it's got to come down because that doesn't you know eight percent plus five dollars just doesn't work. Uh, it's just too much. So we're going to try. But, you know, right. there's also like there's, um, right, right, you know, right. you have to kind of chart it out because there's a break even point where, oh, what does it make sense to go to this machine or does it make sense to buy it this way? So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. What we're going to do about it. But yeah, well, I mean, that's a, right. That's a whole now. You're, yeah, that's just a different game where may, maybe Liberty X decides that it, you're going to eat the fees for the next three years because you'd rather be in, mm-hmm. you know, 100,000 stores um, three years from now, uh, then, and sort of like, look at, and, look yeah, at this deal. They, they've way, been working on this deal for like four years TBD. now. Um, it actually, they, they'd come, you know, they approached the company and they were like, ah, yeah, we'll think about it. And then I just think just in the last year, the company kind of came back and said, Hey, yeah, we'd like to get this going right now. Um, and so just the reaction just went full steam ahead and said, all right, let's, let's turn these locations on. Wow, they um, came back to you guys. Yep, yep. Yeah, dude, it's spreading. The virus is spreading. <laughs> that is bullish. Uh, I, should, I shouldn't say that, but virus. <laughs> too soon, right. too soon. But yeah, it's super bullish, right? Um, it's very bullish. These guys, they, they, know, they know what's up, um, and uh, it's happening. I mean, Chris and I are certainly making it happen, yeah. I think. Um, you guys seem to be doing well as well, but 
No, no. I mean, no I mean, we've. News. I, mean, I think we're all familiar with the the Colbert bump, right? That's when people. <laughs> yeah, when people would come on uh, the Colbert show uh, or the Colbert Report and get a little bit of a, a bump uh, after being on the show. I think we've got that, but it's like tenfold. So <laughs> I think this is really going to catapult everything. Just. Across America, I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna keep my eye on the dashboard. I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch that user that user count just you know go go through the moon. It's a wrap. When you feel like school has sucked the wind out of your sails, remember that it's cool to use the wind that's in your sails. Part 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 part. Every part is a work of art. Don't know where to begin. Where to start? Parts will set you free. It's that gas from your ass, it's that tube from your boot. That hum from your bum, it's that loot in your shoe. All that air from your ordinary air. Come on and set it free. Cause sparks are never new. What do we wanna do? Park, park. Open up your butt piece. This, this is our butt speed. That home from your bum, it's that loot in your shoes. All that air from your ordinary 